Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Valerie from your virtual assistants. I also have Jana and our special guest, Nora, on the line. Say good morning, everyone. Good morning, all. And Nora is going to come to us, and she's going to talk about something very important. Everybody always is asking about graphics. Where do you find pictures? How can you use them? And today it is even more important because both Jana and I have known several clients that have been hit with multi-thousand dollar fines. So you got to make sure that your images are legit, that you have the right to use them. And Nora's going to go through all of that with us. So, Nora, why don't you tell us a little about you, how you got into graphics and photography, and then we'll start the show from there. Great. Well, hi, everybody. As Jana said, I am Nora, heading all the way in Bali, Indonesia. A little background about myself. I'm a 100% third culture kid. I grew up in India and Nepal. I've always had this kind of rich back, and that kind of inspired me uh, to be like a creativity addict and passionate about creativity. It led me to become a photographer in those kind of places. It's so beautiful, um, temples and all of these things. So that's kind of how I got started in photography. I picked up my first camera uh, when I was just about under 16 and when I was traveling around taking photos of my travels. Uh, when I went to university, I went to art university and I got really disappointed in it. So I actually then started doing graphic design because I never really to be an artist with a capital A. I didn't see the point in that. I saw more point in being able to design graphics um, and websites for people. And it was actually like put to use, whereas for me, art was just kind of hanging on the wall or in a corner. Uh, so that's how I became a graphic designer and a website designer. And... Uh, and, and, and the photographer, I think right now my passion really is in stock photos. And uh, besides doing the, the stock photography, is there any other businesses that you've been into or have you been into art and photography your whole life? No. Because so, so many people yeah, we know deal with start with something and then later on they decide to change and, and go with their passion. Yeah, no, 100%, right. So me, me too. Um, I had my when I was uh, 23, I was living in India, and I decided to start a yoga jewelry company selling crystal beads, mala beads. They're called 108 bead necklaces with a tassel. Uh, it was my first kind of foray into the online business world. Um, and from, from uh, at the same time of that, I was also doing uh, website photography and graphics for yoga teachers. I was living in India, so there was a lot of um, kind of like traveling yoga teachers coming through. Um, so like I got had a little bit of business selling yoga jewelry and doing like yoga graphics and website design. Um, and, and, I, and then I kind of decided that it was too niche and too small. And that's when I started my own, uh, my own, was it project? business, just Nora Wendell, where I was exclusively designing brands and websites for female entrepreneurs. So those were the kind of three businesses I had before I went into this next business. And why don't you tell us about the photo forest and, and what it, why you are different than any other stock photo place that's out there in the world? Yeah, so the photo forest is my newest passionate business, and I'm just so excited we're about to launch on the 1st of June and we're so different um let me just say that you know stock there's a load of stock photos hundreds all right so as a graphic 
I was always kind of trawling to these stock photo sites, just trying to find the images that would suit my clients. So I work with heart-centered female entrepreneurs, like from, you know, supporting to, uh, you know, life coaches, to all of these kind of niche businesses. And I could never find raw, authentic photos that I could use in their website or for their Facebook posts. And that is why I actually started the photo forest. It's a heart-centered stock photography membership site where users, my members, can actually request the specific photos they need. And we have curated photographers from around the world that pick up these photo requests and take the photos for you. So that is a kind of unique selling point. And I, I wanted to create not only a platform that could sell stock photos, but I'm really, really keen to start a movement to start a community. I want to help people market their businesses better because for me, the essence of a stock photo is people buy stock photos or use stock photos to market their business with, right? Where, where do you usually see stock photos? Uh, it's on your website, on blog cover photos, it's on social media cover photos, Facebook posts, in Facebook ads, in people's opt-in downloads. All of these things relate to marketing people's businesses. So with the photo for us, not only are we a platform where, yes, you're going to find real, authentic, and diverse stock photos, but you're also going to become a member of this broader community where it's all about focusing on helping you make your business with more fun, more creativity. That was a long spiel, but that's my passion. <laughs> and what inspires you to open up this business? Yeah, the, the photo forest was, um, I, you know what, I saw a gap in the market. Um, I was like, wow, there's, there's the, the bigger stock photo site, quite expensive, and, and most of them are a little bit cliche. I'm not going to name any names here, just Google stock photos, and the first three pages of Google are these kind of stock photo sites. And then there's a few niche stock photo sites where photos are actually really expensive. And most small businesses can't afford to pay $160 a month for maybe 10 photo downloads. It's out of their budget. So, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, to come up with the idea, it actually took me a whole year. I woke up every single morning asking myself, what can I do that is and then just myself servicing service my website clients one by one. And one day when I was in Hong Kong doing yoga photography, so I went to Hong Kong to photograph some yoga I just had the revelation, everybody needs photos. So Most definitely. We use a lot of ourselves. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, 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 it's like a fact. Everybody needs photos in the online world. It's, you know, a photo, you know, I can go into, like, the importance of, of a photo. Would you like me to do that? Sure, sure. Yeah, so, you know, it's like photos, we as humans are visual creatures, all right? Our visual sense um, is, is, is our most important survival tool. It's quickest reaction time when we were in danger. So, when, like, for instance, when you look at a blog post, What's the first thing you look at? I can almost guarantee that you're going to look at the image faster than you're going to read the word. So images and photos can convey concepts much faster. They inspire us through the implicit 
stories that, they, that are depicted within them. So that is why it's so powerful to use photos to market your business with. But you just have to be so careful about the particular types of photos you use, which is I'm so against cliche stock photos. I know everybody likes to use them because they're easy and people think that stock photo like smiling woman laughing, eating salad conveys a message really quickly and easily. Well, actually, I actually against the whole message uh, of your business. Like if you're a nutrition business, I don't think using one of those cliche smiling woman stock photos is actually help you market your business instead you know it's like you know what what is the story behind what you're trying to sell to your people is it a lifestyle choice is it how else can you depict that lifestyle choice instead of the cliche stock photo so I believe that a photo can be read read on two levels the first is the emotional level which is the immediate reaction when we see the image and these reactions relate to our inner stories we tell, each, tell ourselves. And the second level is when you take a step back and you see the photo in context of where it is placed within the blog or with other images. So there's two levels to reading photos. And I think every business owner, when they're choosing <coughs> photos, needs to kind of consider the two deeper levels of photos if you really want to be able to nail down the messaging through photos. Does that make sense? That makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah. I never actually so stopped and thought about that, but it's true. <laughs> what inspires you to take out to take your photos and share them onto your site for sale? So yeah, so so a lot of the stock photos on the site are my own, but we also have contributing photographers from around the world. My dream with the Photo Force actually is by the end of next year to have two contributing photographers from every single country in the world. Because another thing that I really found is that most stock photo sites lack diversity. And when I did a little bit of market research in Facebook groups, I was asking people, what are you searching for? What can't you find, right? A lot of people were like, Nora, listen, you know, I teach yoga, but my clients aren't like thin, uh, Lululemon clad white women. I have like elderly people, elderly males, everybody's just wearing their normal clothes. So that was an example of lack of diversity. Another one is like, um, you know, colored people, uh, Asians, like the cliche stock photos of Asians in business suits. I can't even see another photo like that. So it's, 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 it's really, it's diversity that inspires me. So, you know, I said I'm a third culture kid. So, you know, I grew up in India and Asia and I'm currently living in Indonesia in Bali. And, you know, I don't see one stock photo out there of like, you know, um, a, a modern millennial Balinese kid, you know, using his phone and stuff. It's just not represented in these big name stock photo sites. So I'm really passionate to bring diversity to the stock photo marketplace. Great. And I've gone onto the website, just so everybody knows, thephotoforest.com. And on there you can sign up to be on the wait list because, again, like she said, it won't be open until June 1st. But you want to get on that wait list because some of these pictures are just knockout gorgeous. Yeah, thank you. And if you sign up, we, you get 10 free photos immediately, and I send out five free photos every single Thursday. So, yeah, I can say it's value. 
And how much is it going to launch for, for people so that they know how much it's going to cost them? Yeah, so I can't reveal the exact pricing yet, but I can tell you there's going to be four membership tiers. One mem- the, 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 the largest tier is, going to, tier is going to be unlimited, and the smallest tier is going to be under $10, and there's going to be a range in between that. And if somebody wanted to uh, contribute for photography, how would they do that? Yes, please. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I want to be a part of this as a photographer, we are open for applications from photographers from around the world. It doesn't matter if you're professional or non-professional or you take photos with your iPhone or your smartphone. They're good enough for stock photos. So you can just go to thephotoforce.com forward slash apply the word apply, A-P-P-L-Y, and that comes up with our application form for photographers. And I read all the application forms. You have to submit your portfolio. And you have to tell me the reason why you want to be a part of the photo force because that's a really big part of it. Why would you want to contribute your photos to our platform? So please, if you're listening to this, come and apply. And do you take special requests? So if somebody's got it out there and they've got a particular photo they're looking for, could they contact you and say, any chance of you talking with your photographers, your group, to get this photo? Yeah, so that's a special feature that members will have. So once you become a member, depending on what tier you have, you'll get a different number of requests. And you can request any photo that you want. There's a great little um, form that we have where you type in uh, the mood, the tone, any objects that you need. Does that have landscape or portrait or what's a similar photo that you're looking for that you know, doesn't have what, it, what you need in it, but you like the style of that. So that's the, the photo request form. And we collect all of those and those get sent out to all our photographers and the photographers go on assignments, uh, take the photos and then submit them to the site and then everybody gets access to those photos. It's not exclusive to you. However, photos are exclusive because every single photo is only um, available to download 100 unique times before it gets taken off the site. And the reason I did this was because, you know, the free stock photo sites, and I love them, and I use free stock photos as well, but they get overused because who doesn't love a something free so you know whenever I find that great free stock photo I post it onto Facebook the next day I see 10 other people using the same photo right that always happens so by being a membership site and you know hopefully I'd like to have you know thousands of members eventually um, is you know how do you keep this exclusivity so that not everybody's using the same stock photo so I came up with this download limit that any one photo can only be uniquely downloaded a hundred times. So you'll, you know, it doesn't. If you've downloaded it, obviously you can use it whenever you want, but nobody else can use it once it's been taken off the site. It also means the photographers always have a chance to go out and take fresh content with the same subject matter, but it will be a new photo, maybe a new new person in it, but the kind of theme will be the same. Great, great, because you're right. I mean, you can see so many photos, especially in the in the, the Facebook feeds, that are just repeat after repeat after repeat after repeat. I know, and I know exactly, you know, which stock photo site they got it, who that photographer is. I mean, I know all of that because I spend so much time trawling through the free stock photo sites myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, tell what us about the- your Facebook group. Sorry about that, Jonna. 
I was just going to ask what what would her what would the advice be to somebody who's looking for a particular photo? What would your advice to them to be about to find that that one that one photo that captures everything they're trying to say? Yeah, so it's really difficult, and I think you really have to spend a lot of time at the moment finding that one photo and. There's like a few questions that I think you should be asking yourself. First of all, when you're looking for a stock photo for your business, you need to ask yourself, you know, what are you using the photo for? What is the end purpose of the photo? Are you using it on your website homepage, um, you know, in the banner for your course, for your business card? So uh, knowing the end use of your photo, you know, helps you choose the right size, the things depicted and the color, etc. The second question I always say you need to ask yourself is, you know, do you, what needs to be in, in the photo? Does it need to have a person? Does it need to have a certain object in it? So then you start writing all of these things down. And then ask yourself, how can this photo help with what you're trying to promote? So if you need a photo for your website banner, well, what page on your website is it trying? Are you, are you putting it on? What are you trying to promote on that page? So if you've got a e-course selling, you know, uh, Facebook ads, a Facebook ads course, you know, you're going to kind of want to have a photo that shows somebody maybe on a laptop because that, you know, is, is, is similar. So think about the photo and how it can help with what you're trying to promote. And then I always say, take a moment to write down the subtle elements of the photo, you know. What is going to give it more meaning? What story can it convey? So think about lighting. Think about positioning in it. So you kind of need to get in the headspace of storytelling through the photo. And then really importantly, lastly, ask yourself, how do you want your viewers to feel when they see the photo? Because ultimately, like I said, you know, it's, it's conveying emotions through a depicted um, frozen story. And when you look, when we as viewers look at, a, look at a photo, we basically, in you know, two seconds or less, we kind of create a story in our mind about what's happening. Oh, look, this person's over there. Oh, he's looking sad. Maybe he's sad about this. And, oh, there's a dark shadow over there. Maybe he's scared of it. You know, we create these stories in our head. So ask yourself, how do you want your viewers to feel when they see the photo? And so asking yourself these questions gets you clearer on finding the right photo. And once you get a little bit clearer on the story and the color and what needs to be in it, then it's about creating a mind map of all the words that you can use as search terms in these stock photo sites. So I reckon it's quite a lengthy process at the moment, and which is why so many people just turn to using these cliche stock photos because it's fast and it's easy and they think it conveys the message um, you know, effectively, whereas I argue it doesn't. So once you have your mind map, you've got to go trawling through stock photo sites, pages and pages, until you kind of find a photo that you think fits that. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. So I don't know. You must have, what do you do for your stock photos? How, you know? We personally, we, we use Adobe, uh, we got deposit photo, and then we have graphic stock. So we have three different we areas. spend a lot of time <laughs> when we're, we're looking for that particular photo. We do put some, some serious effort into, thought, into the thought process, behind, thought process behind what photo we're going to use and what, how it goes with the content we're putting it with. So. Yeah, it's it's so it's so important, and I see so many online business owners, you know, 
listen, we're all really busy, okay? It's not like all of us are not doing anything, no. And so thinking about taking the time to go through this process of finding a stock photo can be quite intimidating. So this is kind of what I wanted to do with the photo for us, was just cut out some of that time where you can just request a photo, and that doesn't mean that the photo is going to be exactly what you're looking for, but more than likely it will be pretty similar to what you're looking for if you were good at describing what you needed. Yeah, yeah, because that's always a nightmare, and we're, we're fortunate enough that Jonna's husband is a graphic designer, so he can take, you know, if we can come up with the background and the photo, he can combine it and create the, the, the mood that we want to make, so we have that ability. Yeah. But a lot of people don't. They're stuck with whatever the photo is, and that's what they're stuck with, and then they got to make the best of it. Yeah, yeah, and that's, I don't think that should be, you know, acceptable. That shouldn't be, you know... You should, yeah, photos, yeah, photos, photos are so powerful. They're such great um, assets to have when you're marketing your business, right? I mean, I mean, think about Facebook ads. Uh, you know, the first thing when you see a Facebook ad is you look at the photo. Think about all the Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, Facebook. You know why they're so popular? It's because they're a visual storytelling platform. Right, right. A picture tells a thousand words, isn't that what they always say? Oh. Yes, that's the thing. <laughs> and tell us about your Facebook group and why people should join it or what is in there for people. What, what are they going to take away from it? Yeah, so we've got a Facebook group called Creative Marketing 101 with the photo forest. And like I said, it's like I'm really passionate about building a community. I don't believe that people should just come to the photo forest and buy a stock photo and that's it. You know, stock photos are to market your business, and I want to help you, and I want to teach you, and I want to have guest experts come in to teach you how to market your business more efficiently, effectively, and with more fun. So in the free Facebook group, Creative Marketing 101, every Thursday we've got a free masterclass with a marketing influencer, and I ask everybody in the group, what do you want to learn about this month or the next month? And then I have a poll system going on, and people can decide what they want to learn about. So upcoming next month in June, everybody wants to learn about Facebook marketing. So I'm getting on influencers who are talking about uh, messenger bots in Facebook, how to optimize your Facebook page, obviously everything about Facebook ads, and just Facebook marketing in general. And so it's, the group is a place for you to share about your business wins, and ask and be vulnerable when you need help in your business. And the community is there and everybody is there to support you. It's also a place for you to share your business, what it's about, so other people can find you. And it's new. It's only about two weeks old um, as of today. And it's already growing. I'm thinking we're almost 300 people. And I love it because it's not for me. I don't have to be in there every day. Everybody else shows up in there and supports each other already. Sounds great. Looks like we'll have to join that one, Jonna. Yep. <laughs> Please do. So just to wrap up again, since we're coming out of time here, why don't you give us some more ideas about photography, what people should think about before they go and find a photo site again, um, you know, uh, why, again, uh, on yours, I know it opens June 1st. Did people get on the wait list? They're going to get all the information uh, on when you open, how it opens. Are there going to be discounts available if they sign up now? Give us some more information. Yeah. 
so you know everybody can you can go and check us out it's the photoforest.com sign up to our wait list you get 10 free stock photos instantly and five free stock photos sent to you every single week every thursday um so that's a great reason to join everybody who's on the pre-launch list also gets a great discount uh when we do launch on the first of june when you sign up with us so that's another reason to come onto the list um i just wanted at the end and just remind you that Photos are such powerful storytelling tools, and we as humans are visual creatures, and we will always look and analyze a photo before we look at text, which is why it is so important for you to choose the right photos for your business. And remember, you can read a photo in two levels, the emotional level, which is our immediate reaction, and the second level is when we step back and see that image in context of where it is placed. So... How do you choose the right photo? Ask yourself, what are you using it for? What needs to be in it? How can it help you when you're, uh, with what you're trying to promote? What subtle elements can be in the photo, like style, um, photographic style, maybe you know, a yellow flower, a laptop, sunlight in the corner? And lastly, ask yourself, what do you want your viewers to feel when they see your photo? So if you ask yourself those questions every time, you need to find the photo, write those down, and then create a mind map of the words that you can use to then, as your, sorry, create a mind map so that you can use those words as your keyword, keywords when you're searching for stock photos. Or you can just come and join the photo force and just request a photo and see the brilliant, beautiful photos, real, raw, and diverse that our photographers will take for you. Sounds good. John, any other questions? What? Do you have any other questions? No, I don't. I don't. That was actually very informative and helpful. Hopefully it helps our clients out there that aren't, some of us that aren't, as, or some of them that aren't as lucky to have a, a graphics designer start to really make their impact with their images as well as their words. <laughs> yes. And, and I love the fact that you're limiting it to only 100, so not everybody in the world is going to be using the same photo that you use. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's so important. Exclusivity. All right. I can't think of anything else, Nora. I greatly, greatly appreciate you spending this time with you. I know it's very late over there, so I appreciate you coming on with us and talking about this because this is very important. Graphics in your business can make or break you, and it says, it says a lot about your brand and image. So people really should take the time necessary to find them. Yes, I agree. All right, again, everybody can catch Nora at thephotoforest.com. You can catch up with everything there. Again, her Facebook group is Creative Marketing 101. We also have the link available on Blog Talk Radio, so that will be available there if you can't get it. If you have any other questions about graphics, you can either reach out to Nora or obviously you can reach out to our Facebook page at Your Virtual Assistant, and we will be happy to put you in contact with Nora and get your questions answered. Nora, thank you again so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. It was amazing to chat about my passion, and I hope to see some of you in the Facebook group. Most definitely. I'll be there. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye.